0: And hello, welcome back to feeling content. Brad, how are you? I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling content, feeling That's content, good. I'm feeling ready good. to feel I'm, some content.
1: I'm ready. Yeah, always ready to feel some content. I'm I'm feeling good, though. What is it Tuesday, December 29th So we're <laughs> near coming the, up near the end of 2020. Thank the Lord. How uh how what do you think looking back on 2020? What do you think about this year? How would you rate it? Um, Four. A four? Okay.
0: Yeah. A lot of people struggled. I struggled a little bit. I was furloughed from my job. Um, But I learned a lot uh, about myself. And I thought, you know, for me personally, and I think for a lot of Americans and people around the world, but obviously a lot of people suffered, Um, I give
1: it a four yeah i think that i would i like what you what you just said because it was net negative i think but there was some some positives some things to look back on in terms of social education and maybe we're more prepared for our next pandemic now and i think hopefully america specifically can take a look in the mirror and figure out who they want to be from uh political and international standpoint but in any case i agree four light at the end of the tunnel that's the four that's, this is i feel like this is the one case where um the glass half full like i feel like four is glass half full for 2020 yet but a little not, not full. quite half. Full. <laughs> not quite half full <laughs>
0: we're getting a little off track but i just want to say one thing uh because 2020 is wrapping up Do you want to do this at the end or the beginning? No, no, you
1: can share. You can share. Share with with the listener what the... We're doing our feelies. Yeah. We're going
0: to do the 2020 feelies. Like the Academy Awards, but... Or the Grammys for our... We're going to have different categories for the albums of 2020. Yeah.
1: That's just a heads up. And we'll... Yeah, we'll close with a little bit more on it. But I I think that's exciting. So if you were expecting what you're feeling this week, apologies. But you're going to get much more than what you're feeling. You're Gonna get the feelies, yeah. Gonna get the feelies, all right, Brad. Well, um, sh- what do you think? Should we uh, should we get into it?
0: Yeah, so uh, my album uh, was The Gorillas, uh, that's the artist in case you were wondering. Song Machine Season One Strange Times.
1: You wanna be the on the way? She's coming down the street. I try to get to the line, on a key. Blossom
0: Highway. So yeah, that was uh, Pink Phantom from the album. Um, if you couldn't tell, because you know he's a little bit older than his main hits, but that was Elton John at the end, and as I like to call him, Six Lock was at the beginning. But No, it's it's black, just stylized as Slack Slack black.
1: Slack. I um, oh yeah, Elton John on that song. I mean, I don't know if you want to. We can just quickly chat about it. I I was very surprised to see him on the list of features Mm -hmm. and and even when you do hear him you're like okay yeah that's Elton John but it didn't really it didn't like pop out to me as Elton John it was he's good he's good in it so I'll admit the first time I listened to it I was like
0: "Eh, I don't really this isn't cool Elton John's past his prime in this but then it really grew on me and it was like one of my favorites so why I put that one on there well yeah
1: so what um when was this uh when was this album recorded and um, give me a little bit about it
0: okay so this was uh released in i think it was november of 2020 no october i think but anyways it's the seventh studio album of seven from the gorillas it was an interesting well i'll get to that in my uh, fun fact about the album okay
1: what's your one sentence review
0: Um, so I said, it's a varied journey, blurring the lines of hip-hop, rock, electronic, and other genres that is packed full of features, and fun.
1: Okay. All right. How about you? What's your... Yeah, mine. I'm going to reveal early my feelings on it with this one sentence review, but a bold, intentionally themeless collection of songs that, while carrying smooth production and strong multi-genre technique, do not quite hit. Alright. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, and I guess we can. I guess I guess we can. We'll, we'll probably chat about it more as we get to the end here, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, uh, at least we both agree that they are. There's a lot of diversity in this.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And I I think it definitely isn't like a cohesive album, like a concept album or anything. It's it's it is varied. It's well, the way it was released kind of It'll kind of tie into my fun fact a little bit, but it was a bunch of different singles. It was like nine singles released once a month, give or take, uh, starting in January 2020. And um, so in that case, it was, I think, and like it says, it's season one. Like, it's more of, like, episodic than, like, an album, per se. Sure. sure. So... Um, but I, I can see where you could where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. What what um I mean this you just kind of answered this but what what were the singles on the album and would you choose any other ones?
0: Okay, yeah. So there's nine of them. So the album or the singles were momentary bliss, désolé, Aries, How Far, Friday the Thirteenth, Pac Man, Strange <laughs> Times, The Pink Phantom. And the Valley of the Pagans.
1: And the Pink Phantom is what we listen to up top.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Any, any of those, or any you, you would add on top of that?
0: Yeah, so um, I didn't realize this, and I wish Spotify would do better about this, but um, the last six tracks on the Spotify version were actually deluxe tracks. And so this was a deluxe track, and it hasn't been released as a single. But I thought it sounded like a single. This song's called MLS. Michael, why don't you cue that up?
1: How you gonna tell me how to do it? How to do it? Yeah. Maneuver with this sugar. These bullets is for the hoopers. You niggas are stupid. Been broke for a long time. Yeah. Only dirty,
0: so yeah, I I don't know. I, it sounded like a single to me. Obviously, it'd have to be edited for radio, but. I don't know.
1: It sounded singly to me. It. I agree. I agree. Um, it's It's in... I guess I'll spoil it. It's my favorite song on the album. Really? So, yeah. And I actually didn't know... I didn't know that those last seven or last six were deluxe. It didn't... Spotify certainly doesn't indicate that. Right. Um, they need to, though. You're right. Like, if there's deluxe... Because it is a deluxe album version, and they don't have it on there. So that's kind of funky.
0: Yeah.
1: But in any case, I'm happy it was on there because it was my favorite.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I thought the deluxe sometimes like the deluxe ones aren't that good, but I, I thought the back half of the album as it is on Spotify was still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Actually, one of my other favorites that I want to talk about was uh, on that as well.
1: What? what uh, what what was
0: your fun fact
1: now that we're now that we've arrived at it?
0: Yeah, so I kind of went over it. Um it was like how the It was like an episodic in nature um, release of this album. Um, So it was released, the singles were released January, February, March was skipped. And then April, May, June, July, September, October. Then the album came out with 11 songs. So 9 out of 11 songs. I guess eight before that and then one more single came out and um, that was already on the album. So, like we said, so there were nine singles, 11 songs on the I guess studio album. So it's like
1: a show almost that took the whole year to come out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get, and they're going to do a season 2.
1: Yeah. Um, sorry, is that your are you done with your fun fact?
0: Yeah, I'm done with my fun fact. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I so I didn't realize that, that that was the case until I started doing a little research on it. The, uh, and that was only today. Like, I did not know when I was listening to the music that it was released this way. And it makes way more sense the way that the album sounds, that it's all episodic because there's no, I mean, I said this in my One Sense review, there's, there's no theme whatsoever.
0: Right. There's not supposed to be. Yeah,
1: so I felt like yeah, so that was surprising me. So I wish I had known that beforehand. But so, anyways, I didn't have a fun. Fa- I didn't have a fun fact about the album. But I felt like Gorillaz was unique enough that maybe some people don't know this that they're a virtual band created. They're British, created in 1998 by two guys, Damon Albarn and artist Jamie Hewlett, and the band consists of four animated members, 2D. Murdoch Nichols, Noodle, and Russell Hobbs, and if you look at like their old album art, you'll see those four characters. But um, like on all their music videos and everything, like those are the four members. But really, Damon Albarn, and then there's another producer that he works with. But Damon Albarn is the is the guy for this. Is Gorillaz, yeah.
0: And he was from Blur, right? Yeah, I didn't.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Woohoo. I just think I think that's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was interesting, and so like there, with that in mind, and given that it's just like one guy, and you know he's got a producer, but like he gathered all of these um, artists to come work with him over a full year, and there's like obviously some really big names in there. Like this is a really respected mm-hmm. musical operation. Um, Yeah, and it's it's cool. It's cool that they did it.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Anyways, how would you uh, how would you recommend the listener to experience this album?
0: That was a hard one for me because, like we've discussed, it's all over the place a little bit. So it wasn't like, and this is like, I don't know. I feel like you could do this with any album, but I said driving on a road trip or flying on a plane.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: So you have that long period of time to feel out the, the whole different album. But I guess like it would work too to just listen to bits and pieces because, it doesn't really. It's like a playlist more than, like a album. So.
1: Yeah, and that's what I said. I said, um, listen to it as singles. Like, don't listen. Don't try and listen to it in in its own. <laughs> right. Like like like. There's a bunch of different genres in here. There's like punk rock. There's like, yeah, rap. There's like there's everything, and so you you know you can pick out the ones you like and put them in playlists. But I I don't know. I just I was having a hard time getting through it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, any song that you are struggling to feel.
0: So, I'll kind of get ahead of myself a little bit. I really like this album, but this is the one that I did struggle with. I just it even though the whole album is all over the place this one is even more jarring but i still i still like it i just skipped it more than i skipped the others and it's the first track on the album so normally i would just go to the second track if i just want to listen to the album through and what's it called oh (laughs) it's called strange times um and it features uh Um, what's his name? It's the guy from The Cure, Robert Smith, I think.
1: Yep, Robert Smith. Yep. I'll go ahead and play a snippet.
0: Yeah, so, like, I like The Cure, and like, I don't know, that's, but it's just jarring, and like, his... His voice is just like annoying a bit. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that?
1: No, I I agree. It's jarring is the perfect word to describe the start of the album. I mean, once you that al- that song specifically reminds me like they were trying to do like a little LCD sound system because they had this like this slow build of the background music, sort of the driving melodies, mm-hmm. or I don't even know what you say there, right? But. It, it, it gets amped up, and like the last minute is like, okay, I finally feel like I arrived at the song. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but yeah. that's what LCD Sound System does, but at least the beginning, I mean, everyone's, everyone's opinion, but I like how LCD Sound System does those progressions. This one didn't work for me, and I agree, it's partially because of good old Robert Smith's voice. But yeah.
0: yeah. So what song were you struggling to feel?
1: Um, I, struggled, I, struggled, I struggled on a lot of these songs. And <laughs> I'm, I feel comfortable telling you that because, hey, this is the point of this podcast. But yeah. I picked out Simplicity, and this is featuring Jonah's Policewoman. Yeah, so, I don't know. Like, it was just kind of boring to me. I like that it's groovy. I don't know, man. I mean... I see where you're coming not, from. Not for me. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but
0: I think it's groovy yeah. and kind of chill. And But, yeah, I see it. Um, all right, well, what was your favorite song? I had a bunch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but, um, so I'd say... Probably the top two were Aries or Pink Phantom, which we already played Pink Phantom. That was the one with Elton John. Um, And before we play a clip of Aries, um, there was another song with Love to an Ex that was really good. It's like talking about the DMs. Homies in my DMs. It's kind of like a reggaeton. Not reggaeton. Uh, It's kind of like a reggae track, (laughs) like a, a dance hall track. Reggae. I was going to say reggaeton, yeah. but we already know that that's not the case. That's not the case.
1: <laughs> there, Of all the genres that are represented on this album, reggaeton is not one of them. That's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're playing Aries. All right, coming up.
0: You can play a happy on me. Yeah, so I really like that song. It's like a got a super eighties feel to it. I'm a fan. I mean I'm a fan of a lot of the songs on this album, but
1: Yeah, I I actually just playing that little snippet, I like that song too. Um, I don't know why it didn't get represented why I, I, I it didn't hook me. I think Michael if I mean,
0: we already did the episode and you don't have to, but I feel like if you listen to this album a few more times or at least like snip snip in some songs here and there, like I I like the first couple times I listened to it I I was pretty mint on the album and then once I listened to it a few times I was like okay I get it it's really good yeah
1: yeah and I'll be the first to, I mean this is one of the point one of the themes that we have on this podcast is like hey you grow with music it's just not for mm. me right now. Oh, um fair yeah i don't i just couldn't get into it and i tried obviously i listened to it all more right. than two times three times okay all right um and it just wasn't it didn't hit me like i it was hard for me to keep keep it going so but i i did when i got to mls i was like that was the first song that i was kind of like bumping my head to so that was my okay. favorite i'll play a little another little snippet of it different though clean 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 yeah that's
0: a head bopper
1: so it is it is and it's kind of feel good and it's it's not like it's it's just like a it's a good i don't even know who who's rapping there jpeg mafia or chai or kai yeah but it's fun it's not
0: that song but there's another one of the rap more rap oriented songs. And the guy sounds very similar to chance. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly what rapper. you're talking about. Yep. I know like, exactly what talking about. Every time I'm like, wait, I gotta look at who's on this song. It yep, sounds like chance, I, but it's not yep, chance.
1: I, I do this I do the same thing. Um, I don't I don't remember which one it is, but yes. Yeah, there's yeah. There is a there is a chance sound alike on this album. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Uh, what? What? Uh, what were your? What, what's your cups of feet? Gave it an eight point seven five. Eight point. Wow. Is that the first quarter cup of feet point we've ever had? Yeah,
0: I did it. <laughs> and I think I would have given it a nine if, uh, like you mentioned, not we talked. We talked about it a lot. How it's not a cohesive album. Yeah. But I liked all the songs on it. And. Got. Okay. Michael, how about you? What do you give it?
1: I'm giving it three. What?
0: Yeah. Okay. It,
1: I really didn't like it. I and I and you know, like I said, I don't like it right I don't I really didn't like it. I really don't like it right now. Maybe a year from now will be a different story. I just I'm not coming back. Unless wow. you have it on when we're hanging out together and you'll All be right. like, No, I'm not changing it. <laughs> Alright. But I respect, I also looking, just to cl- just to close out, like, I don't think I'm, I feel like I'm in the minority. Like, I looked up um, in researching the album, like, I, you know, you always see the Metacritic scores and you kind of see what, like, I read the critical reception reviews on, on the Wikipedia yeah. page and people really like it. So, um, yeah. I think I'm in the minority.
0: I think it had like an 80, um, I'm looking it up right now, 81 um, Metacritic score.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. Yeah.
0: To each his own. Alright, Michael. So what was uh, your album?
1: So my album was Breakfast in America by Superchamp. All Alright. And that was yeah. one of their lead singles off the album, Logical Song.
0: Nice. Um, yeah. So when was this album released, and how does it fall into their discography?
1: Yeah, it was released in 1979. So um, I want to just point out to the listener, right? Like, that's the end of the classic rock decade and the start of, obviously, about turning the corner into into what the 80s were. Well, And I feel like that's kind of what this... This album is See, like... See,
0: that's the thing, though. Like, how do you define classic rock? Like, I agree with you. I think, yeah. like, 60s and 70s is, like... That's kind of the defining. But, like, it for... Like, it always... It's always, like, are the 90s classic rock now? Because
1: that's... That's no. been 30 years. No, the, 90s the, the 90s are the 90s. I, I feel like... I feel like classic rock is... Is its own period because it's kind of, like... Yeah, it's this. It's the late sixties to seventies. No, I agree with you on but,
0: that one. But yeah. Anyways.
1: Yeah, and it's their sixth studio album, which I feel like is impressive because it's by far their biggest commercial success. Like, I don't think that most people know songs outside of "Breakfast in America," and it took them to their sixth album to have sort of that standout album so I think it's cool it's like hey just keep going doing your thing mm-hmm. and you know sometimes it'll come so yeah
0: and I looked it up they have 11 studio albums so
1: oh wow I didn't know that yeah. Okay, so there's out of 11 that's crazy yeah and then they have 4
0: live albums and 5 compilation albums
1: Super Tramp Super
0: Tramp what was your one cent review of the album Mikael
1: um, at the corner of classic rock and pop, Supertramp creates a fun ride of songs that vary in style but somehow logically fit alongside one another.
0: Ha! Logically. And that's...
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pun intended. And it kind of... I, I, I kind of feel felt like when I was writing these reviews out for both of these that they were in stark contrast to one another and that I liked one, didn't like the other. But both of them were kind of different styles on songs. And... I don't know. They, it didn't take, the, 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 the songs certainly don't take themselves too seriously. I mean, Super yeah. Tramp sticks more in, in pop and classic rock than Grills is all over the map, but yeah. Um, yeah. How about you? Uh,
0: so I said it's an album and kind of similar to you. It seems like it sets a trend for the upcoming era of 80s rock combining rocking keys and a unique vocals to create an interesting, interesting soundscape.
1: I like that. I yeah. like your, I like rocking keys. Rocking keys. That, that, yeah, they are rocking keys That's like They play the keys like it's a guitar
0: Yeah So Michael, goal uh, What were, were the singles on the album?
1: Yeah, so the singles um, Were And they had four singles uh, The Logical Song They had uh, Goodbye Stranger They had Breakfast in America And they also had uh, Take the Long Way Home
0: Yeah, and would you choose any other singles?
1: Um I wouldn't I don't think that there's any other other songs on this album that would qualify as singles Those four are the obvious ones and they kind of hit you listening to the album. You're like, yeah, this is this is catchy And so in that vein, I want to play a snippet of Goodbye Stranger just so the listener can can understand Um, So that's one of the other singles on the album
0: And uh, are we gonna play a snippet of the one that I, I like too,
1: "Breakfast in America"? Uh, absolutely. So that would be the the Sweet. the third third single. Nice. I love that song yeah That's a good it's one. a good one
0: there's a lot there's a few songs that sample or yeah a few other songs that sample that I think there's one that was like kind of popular in like the early 2000s or something yeah
1: what was it was it a was it a rap song it was
0: like a rap song
1: yeah funny
0: yeah anyways Michael what was your fun fact about the so album?
1: the apparently the um The band and the production team to avoid spending time on a lot of time on mixing devoted a week to experimenting with different sound setups in advance um, until they all agreed on a perfect arrangement. And um, apparently, like that time wasn't valuable at all. And the engineering team spent, you know, to quote, two extremely stressful months searching for the right mix. And they only finished because of the deadline, not because they felt satisfied with what they came up with. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that's, I don't know, I thought that was interesting because I think it's like, I mean, it's hard, hard to know what else they're considering, but it's really, really good production. Um, and the mixes are yeah, cool. Yeah, to be fair,
0: we're listening to like the remaster, so maybe they've, you know, worked out the kinks,
1: but I don't know. No, they don't, they don't, on remasters, they just, they don't, re, they don't change the songs. They just, they'll just change like, right, they'll just polish the the levels. That's true. Yeah. yeah,
0: and actually, fun fact, I have this on vinyl, um, so it did sound good on vinyl.
1: What yeah. was, what what was your, what's your fun fact about the album? Or was that it?
0: Did I have the vinyl? <laughs> it's probably better than my fun fact. My fun fact is not that interesting. But the signature keys, um, the keyboards, the rocking keys throughout the yeah. album... Um, were recorded on a Wurlitzer electric piano. What's
1: That's a Wurlitzer? Fun
0: fact, it's like an electric piano. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And they're right. it's kind of they're kind of like known for the Wurlitzer.
1: Super tramp for like the Wurlitzer.
0: Super tramp. Okay, well, how would you uh, recommend the listener to experience this album?
1: I think an afternoon in the sun in the backyard. With friends, and you can be doing whatever—barbecue, just eating, reading a book. But that's how I imagine it.
0: That's a good. That's a good one. How about you? Uh, yeah. So I said, wandering the streets of New York or LA with
1: some headphones in. Wow, I really like that. I think that's yeah that's solid. That's really solid, and it works. Yeah. I think.
0: Like, part of it is the visual. Because I have, like, the album cover. Yeah. And, like, you see it on your phone, too. But I have the album cover, and I've been... It's sitting next to my record player right now. Yeah. And it's a cityscape, like... Yeah. And, like, on the album cover. And it's, like... It's Manhattan. And it's, like... And and it fits, too. It fits the songs. Yeah. But, like, just seeing that visual kind of makes it real. Yeah. Um... All right, man. So, uh, what uh, songs were you struggling to feel?
1: I decided on none of them. I like all of them. Like, I, I, I tried to, I tried to, to struggle. I was like, do, am I struggling with "Oh Darling"? I mean, the obvious ones, right? "Oh Darling," "Lords in mm-hmm. Mine," maybe casual conversations, but all of them, I felt like I like, and it's only forty-five minutes, so it's hard to. I, I have a hard time. I don't skip anything on this album. Yeah. Alright. How, how about you? Lord,
0: is it mine?
1: <laughs> you
0: know I get it. So, <laughs> yeah. But, to be fair, I was finding that clip, and... Like, right after that, it's like, when everything's right. done right. right. Right, 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 And that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. I'll admit. Okay,
1: all right. So you you, you kind of... F- go-
0: and also, I, I think, and this will kind of... Like, I really struggled when I first started listening to this album, except for the singles. Okay. But even the singles, I thought, were kind of corny. Okay. They are kind of corny. Um, but it grew on me, and... Um, but I'd still say that a lot of the non-singles are kind of forgettable. Okay. To me.
1: No, I like that. I, I think corny is a good word for oh, for the for this album. But it's Yeah. It's it's candy. Feels it's like candy. a dad it's candy nerd corn.
0: album. It's candy corn. Um all right. What was your favorite song?
1: Favorite song, Take the Long Way Home, I'm gonna play Snippet. So the the that song opens with what I think is a harmonica. I hope it's not the the neck. The whirlitzer. Yeah, the whirlitzer. But
0: <laughs> no, that's a I'm pretty I'm like 90% sure that's a harmonica. Yeah,
1: and it I get I get into some kind of mood when that thing starts and then I can just that I don't know. That song I can ride out too and it is it uh, it gets me. So that's by far my favorite, but I like the other singles a lot too.
0: Yeah. So, my favorite, and we've already played a snippet, but we'll play another one is uh the logical
1: song believe, oh, they
0: There's those rocking keys right there.
1: <laughs> it's a great song,
0: but yeah. Um, all right, how, Michael. Let's get into the cups of fee and maybe a little bit more discussion about the
1: album. Yeah. Um, so I gave it eight cups of fee, and the more I think all about right. how, what you just said, corny. I think the more it fits. It's it's like a corny pop classic rock album, and the songs are kind of weird. Like the singles are kind of weird. I just there's not too many bands like that sound like them. Maybe no. it's the vocals um but i i thought that, it's something yeah. i
0: don't know what it is but it just sounds like i said it's i think i said an interesting soundscape. yeah
1: it is interesting because
0: it's the vocal it's something it's, it's kind of corny but i got into it like after listening to it i'm
1: glad i'm glad how about you how many cups of fee uh
0: so i said six and a half okay and that's being generous, to be honest. <laughs> uh, especially given your three, like, I want to give this one lower, just because. But no, it really deserves a six and a half because, like, it grew on me. Um, and uh, but to be like I said, I think I could just listen to the singles and be satisfied.
1: You're not gonna, but you would lose Child of Vision in that wonderful Wurlitzer piano outro yeah I'll just listen to so
0: I, I was looking up because I was like I know Logical Song yeah. The Logical Song has uh, um, is sampled in another song and uh, it's also so Child of Vision is um, sampled in a Childish Gambino song okay. like it's like a it's like one of his like first ones it's not on Spotify okay I had to look it up on YouTube and I had heard it before because I was a big Childish Gambino fan before everyone else <laughs> Um, and uh, I don't know it's really the way he samples it is really good so I don't know yeah Child Vision's okay I,
1: uh, I I completely respect your score um, so it's all good yeah that's what we feel yeah. for yeah
0: and like you said it's only like a 45 minute album yeah and so if you take out the the singles there's not much left that's the majority of the album. Yeah. Or at least, like, half the album. Yep. Probably more. So, like, I can kind of, like, bear through it with the rest of it. Okay. I kind of just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's all good. That's my thoughts. All right, well, I mean, do you want to reveal uh, what... For the Feelies 2020, are we... I, I guess, Brad, let me ask you this. Because I think this is the most important part. Yeah. Everyone else has done their year-end lists. Right? Yeah. Or their year-end awards. Why are we are we behind? Are we late? The year's not over. The year is not over. What if
0: Kanye Taylor Swift uh James Bl- like they come out with one album on you know January 3rd or December 31st
1: 11:59 p.m.
0: 11:59. We would everyone else would be, you know, That would be a twenty twenty album that people missed because it was their reviews came out earlier. Essentially,
1: erased from history. I don't know what Spotify. Well, and a lot
0: of lists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, and a lot of lists came out before Evermore dropped Taylor Swift's new album. Blowing
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Anyways, we're we're riding the ship. I don't know why we're the only uh, content producers out there doing such a thing, but hey, someone's gotta. Someone's gotta yeah. deliver for the listener. Someone's gotta be right. Someone's gotta be right, and in that case, in, in this case, and it's we are.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, except for you, uh, <laughs> bro.
1: I knew. Hey, let me just be just to just to be hundred percent clear. Like it pained me to do it, but I, 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 I know, and I thought, and I know that you'd rather have me be honest than I. Lie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. And I would, I want the same from you, of course.
0: Yeah. No, honestly, like the first time I listened to uh, Super Tramp, I was like, I'm going to give this like a four. (laughs) I really don't like this. Because I had heard like these singles on 98.5 K Shock. Shout um, out to that. But not shout out because it turned awful (laughs) and stopped playing classic rock as we discussed. And like, I hated these songs.
1: I loved them in that in that period.
0: I See, I didn't like them because they had... It was like the turning point of 98.5 going away from classic Come on, rock. it was
1: late 70s. They were playing 80s music too. Van Halen? For all you I Bay Area listeners just, that are at least our age, you understand.
0: Yeah, I didn't like all that. I wanted... You know, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones. Well, you didn't get a whole uh, lot of, Led Zeppelin. You didn't get a whole lot of Beatles on
1: 985. Let's be real.
0: Yeah? On Christmas or there was like Thanksgiving? Yeah, okay. I don't want to get yeah, off track. Right. We're off track.
1: But like they would play every Beatles song. Yes. Like over the yes. course uh, of the In the days. holiday they would, but it wasn't part like. they. It, I wouldn't say that they looped those in that often in their regular rotations. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So
0: we're going <laughs> to. We are. I mean, we haven't talked too much about it, but we're going to give some uh, categories, um, maybe some nominations, so we have some, like, a few options in a category, then reveal the award. I don't know.
1: Yeah. We'll decide. We're we're still feeling it out, but the feelings are coming for your next episode of Feeling Content.
0: All right, Michael. Well, we've talked for a bit, so we'll we'll sign off for now. But... uh, Dear listener, thank you for sticking with Eagle's us. Eagle's ready too. tell your friends about us. Yeah. And sorry for Eagle uh, being a little bit interruptive today. All good. Is that a word? I don't know. All right, Brad. All right. Ciao, ciao. Ciao for now.